Hello, crazy exes. How are you doing? I hope you're good. I'm good. I'm um, just prepping at the minute. I'm getting some last bits of admin type things done, including intros and outros for the podcast uh, because this week I'm going on holiday, but not just any holiday. Um, I'm off to my parents um, who I haven't seen for 15 months and that's all because of COVID and lockdown restrictions. Uh, longest I've ever been apart from my parents I've, and also the longest I've ever been apart from my little boy. So it's a very emotional um, trip that we're going on this week but we're all so relieved and we're all very very excited <laughs> which is I might have to get a scale of excited because I just uh, or maybe not actually that's another that's another thing anyway bringing it back in this episode joined by a lovely comedian um Paul Savage um knowing back from the days when I was attempted to be a comedian myself nowhere near as as successfully as Paul is right now Uh, but it was so lovely of him to sort of give up some time for me um and come and share his experience um and again another really unique story this one um focusing a little bit more on distance relationships and some of the um issues that they can bring about and yeah just again I really have to take my hats off to everybody everybody's just so honest and candid um about sharing these things so I'm really appreciative because the podcast is more successful because of that because that's what people want they want real true stories from just people like them so I'm just so grateful to everybody that's coming on this season and is just helping me out by sharing these stories um little heads up about this episode though um the wi-fi gremlins were really attacking us for this and um could have kicked myself because i i was thinking about um sort of essentially turn the cameras off and i didn't so it's just a reminder to you guys that i know that normally i am just like the epitome of professional podcaster and you'll be so surprised to hear i don't have anybody producing this for me no no I do it all myself um, so unfortunately sorting technical difficulties out isn't isn't my strong point um so apologies to Paul as well because on reflection we probably should have taken a pause and I should have um fiddled about with a couple of settings um there's just a couple of glitchy moments in the audio um so apologies for that guys I'm learning I should get better at this but um yeah I just sort of wanted to point that out the other thing to let you know about and again I'm almost exhilarated to let you know about this I've got to give you a little swears warning because we were a little bit sweary in this one um so few (laughs) f-bombs we're all risky now um, on the crazy x club so not very many but enough that if you had um, a younger child in the room with you you might you might want to turn the volume down and put your headphones in uh, so those two things just wanted to make you aware about so still hope you love the conversation um it was yeah it was great it's great to just sort of sit um, and hear yet another um new perspective on breakups and sort of how you recover from them so thanks again to paul and guys enjoy this one it's um it's a really good one see you the other side bye bye Hey Crazy Exes, so here we are, we're in another interview situation and today I have with me comedian, comic strip artist and gin maker Paul Savage. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, how are you? 
I am good. Um, I say every time I'm really excited because I am always really excited uh, to just sort of have a little chat. So I literally... Because it's been ages since we actually uh, hung out together. I can't remember the last time. I can. I think it was when I did... I think it was the last time we did uh, your weird little gig in the upstairs room of a pop somewhere. My weird little gig. I think it was... I think it might be the crazy world record attempt. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a... Uh, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, uh, quiz questions. It's good fun, that. Yeah, um, quiz questions. So, context crazy exes. So, my ex husband did this world record attack where he did like a 24 hour quiz. And Paul is of the quiz community. So, he had to come and be a really important <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really interesting being of the quiz community because I, <laughs> um, one of the things I've been doing during lockdown is um, Paul Sinner from The Chase. Uh, obviously needs to keep being good at quizzes and uh, he is married to another professional quizzer uh, and they were like testing each other and then they were just like this is too much to be we can't have a relationship and the professional relationship uh, so he pays me to read him quiz questions <laughs> and then he buzzes in uh, to keep his fingers sharp right uh, which is amazing uh, but it's, it's such a weird thing that like um because he, he and me both keep quite odd hours so occasionally he'll just like ring me at what uh at like 11 at night and just be like do you fancy doing four hours of quiz training and you're like absolutely i do <laughs> like sat there with my headphones on reading incredibly difficult quiz questions <laughs> like like ones from world championships gone past where it's like 0.1 percent of people who are the best quizzes in the world got this right and you're like and having to stumble over words that you've never even, like you can't even, you're like, I can recognize that as a French word, so I'll pronounce it a little bit French. Or, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I've got no, I don't, I don't even know how to get into this question. I don't even know what this is asking. This is, oh. And then he's like four words in, being like, which general, and you're like, it could be anything, man. He's like, no, it'll be this, great. So yeah, that's what I've been doing during lockdown. It's been good fun. That's good. Quizzing, quizzing Paul Sinner, the Cineman. Um, well, that's good. So we expect yeah. him to be on top form when he's next on our television screens as well. So look, yeah. I don't I don't give people any particular like cuddles or nice sort of sort of roots into this. I get straight into it. So as you know, this podcast is all about, it's about breakup, but it's about the survival of coming out of breakup or how you've rebuilt yourself after a particularly difficult breakup. So straight, mm -hmm. straight in there. Paul, what breakup story and survival story are you going to share with us today? Uh, I'm going to share one from a couple of years back. So I went out to uh, the Australian fringes, um, where which is sort of like they run um, sort of ma uh, March, April, May in um, uh, in Adelaide and Melbourne, which is the ones I did. Uh, you can do ones before that in Perth. Uh, and I went out there and had no intention of getting into a relationship because that would be stupid. Um, and then ended up getting into a relationship and being like, ah, oh, crap, how do I actually deal with this? Um, with going into a relationship and then being like, oh, we're going to have to. Because uh, we were like, obviously, we've only got a month because that's how long your visa is for. Um, and then we were making plans for like, how do we do this long distance? How do we do this as a, um, uh, like 
with the future of you looking at coming and because Australia has quite a strong immigration policy mm. where they're just not like oh no you came over and you met like a pretty Australian girl you want to live here now well fuck off mate because everyone does everyone does that all the time so um it was one of those things where it was a very difficult sort of thing to work back out and go how would we do that um and then in the end after six months of trying to do long distance she was just like this is too much this is too hard and you have to go yeah yeah I can see how that is but um it made it more difficult that um her proposed solution to the uh to the long distance stuff because um she's very I, I'm sort of quite um uh she, her, her solution was that we would go into an open relationship which has made it like okay right um I've never been in one of those before don't quite know how they work like basically because most of them I've ever met anyone who has ever talked about polyamorousness is like oh yeah it's just like because it just seems like a, a really not fun way to do these things it's sort of like I want to have loads of sex how can I get spreadsheets involved and <laughs> um they, they have all these things where they're like I'm thinking that today and you're like okay so I was like she was like but so she was like I will want to see other people and I was like because I love you cool we can do that yeah. uh, and then she was like you can see other people if you want and I was like who's got the fucking time like <laughs> honestly <laughs> how is anyone in multiple relationships <laughs> I I, um, obviously I think people who uh, like or that is a bad thing to do right but when you hear of these people where they've led a double life where they're like oh yeah it has multiple families and you to, like a little part of you goes well, fair play actually because that's really difficult like yeah <laughs> that, I was the whole like oh wow that uh, yeah I mean yeah. I can't Honestly, that having two little bits of freelance stuff where they overlap and they go, um, I need this and I need this. And you have to go, oh, I'm going to have to prioritise one bit of work over the other. I find that hard enough of going, or like prioritising my own actual life over freelance stuff where you go, oh, God, yeah, I need to do that because otherwise I don't get paid. But also I have no clean clothes because I meant to put a wash on on four days ago. How are you doing that when you've got like, Oh, I meant to put a wash on. That's my other wife's house. Like <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't understand how people do it. But it's just, oh, fair enough, really. It must be just really yeah. good multitaskers. Yeah. I, I listened to this amazing podcast. Got I, I think it was Guardian, and it was about undercover police. And it was an undercover police, and he and he basically had a full-on relationship with um in his undercover work oh, yeah. and then had a marriage and um, it was really interesting but I thought that was just and yeah. he only got caught out because he's like his passport fell out his coat or something like that oh so that's a bit of a spoiler I think <laughs> <laughs> but I need to check that yeah no, but that that's the, the just the mad things of what like oh yeah I, I mean I find it all quite a lot anyway it's like um when people are like oh my partner texts me every morning and like they're the last person I text at night and you're like that sounds too much <laughs> like <laughs> you can you can miss me for a day I don't mind that like 
Uh, just let, letting you know I'm there. And you're like, cool. Yep, yeah, that's great. Like, I, so I always find it when people, people who live with the people they work with. Um, do, you, sorry, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, the, I mean, it's happened obviously a lot more in the uh, pandemic times, but people who like, um, where they're like, oh yes, my wife is my secretary. And you're like, where do you get new stories from? Like, <laughs> oh, funny thing happened at work. Yes, I was there. I did the funny thing. Like, what's <laughs> the... Like, oh, I'll tell you who I saw. You already know. You came in the office. Like, what's the... I find it bizarre. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. me in the mirror. <laughs> it was, yeah, I saw I saw a new thing. It was interesting. Like, yeah, because I, I, if there's one thing that we've all learned from this past year of pandemic is that... Um, Oh, when you're on, when you're in, when you're under stress, the uh, the threshold for an anecdote really does drop down. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, like things things that I have said as a this is an interesting story in the last year have gone from like <laughs> oh I won't tell people about that because that that's only marginally funny with like three punchlines in. Um, <laughs> And you'd need to know like one of the people in it to really get the thing from it. And now you're like, I saw an interesting bird. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> you're like that. I will ring three people now. But uh, a pub that I've never been into seems to be opening back up. Oh, that's, a, yeah. Yeah. I feel a lot better now for um, deliberately messaging someone to tell them a magpie was burying something in my garden the other day because <laughs> I was just Ooh, like, oh, that it's probably like gold. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably gold. Dig it up. Do a little that. bit of magpie Get gold. That. All right. I'll investigate. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, and then this podcast will be gone because I will be rich because I'll have magpie gold and I won't need to yes. do this anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we, um, we, we've got to that tricky situation of, distance relationship she's gone polyamorous you've yeah. gone mm, well maybe not so what's yeah. the, where's yeah. the story maybe continuing not. to so that was yeah it was basically it was a uh, because it was such a it was like a short intense relationship because of the basically the compressed time period is we did lots of things early doors that you wouldn't normally do very quickly like um I, I told her I loved her within a month um which was you know mental uh but you know was a true reflection of my feelings it's because that's uh a sort of thing that you do as you go ah, this is all very compressed and um yeah and it's a it's um which is something I've never done with a um uh, woman uh it's told her I loved her that earlier and um the the way that because basically what happened was uh it was on my last night it was like the flight was at six in the morning so i've got to be going to the airport at like four in the morning so as i'm leaving hers uh while she was still sleeping i wandered out and went i love you and then like got in the car which uh, which kind of a little loophole to get round uh people like yes i have talked about my feelings but as and then she sent me a message like three weeks later being like, by the way, on the last night, I heard what you said and it freaked me out. And I was like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> just, <laughs> that is way too soon to be. I was like, I oh, know, I'm sorry. But like, I've got feelings. I'm sorry. This is because it was never meant to be like a long term thing. It was never meant to be a, like 
I think it was just like we got together at a um, uh, we got together at like uh, she'd been in a show I'd done a show before um, like my mates was like oh we're all going to go drinking there and then we'll watch this thing and then go drinking and then we got together hooked up like the next night where we hooked up again it was like just uh, and then just sort of like oh right oh okay this is really nice and really great and fun uh should stop doing uh like but shall we just keep having loads of great fun and like and sort of sitting there just going when do we have to let adult life back in do you know what i mean where like how long what is the what is the record for just having loads of great fun without actually having to think about things um so we managed a month of that and then uh yeah we came back to the uk and there was a point where so I came back to the UK, she's staying in Australia, and I was like, sort of had to do a show in the fringe at Edinburgh because that was all paid for. And then the plan was to move over there in like September and then uh, stop working on my visa and stuff like that. And then uh, she was like, actually, can you make it December? Mm. I'm going to need some more time to do it and I was like yep that's fine because I was like I, I would have had to um sell the place I was living I was living on a canal boat at the time and uh considering how long that in the end took to sell uh <laughs> that took uh, nearly a year and was incredibly stressful quite glad that I didn't have that hanging over me and just going, oh yeah I'll need to do that I'll need to sell that oh my god because that would have been such an extra stressor um but yeah, then the, uh, there was a bit where she rang me at, like, I'd just finished doing a show, because um, that was part of the problem, the time differences, mm. uh, is there's very, di like, even if you say, I will be, I will be on Skype at six in, like, six, six in the evening, so it's your six in the morning, you're like, mm. like, oh yeah, we'll get on Skype, it'll be nine for you, but nine for me here, and so, but you're in like different energy spaces anyway like you're not both like oh we here's an interesting view you're like here's some shit i've got to do today if i leave the house now so do you want to like tell me everything's going on with you wrap it up mm -hmm. uh so it's quite a difficult one and um just yeah the the um the spaces between texts just kept getting a little bit longer where you're like okay you've responded to that within three hours now it's six hours now it's a day now it's a thing and you're like okay i can feel you pulling away a little bit which is um one of those ones where you like because i've done long distance but where long distance was like three hours or like mm. six hours like it's a drive i mean rather than yeah. you know a, a day on a plane or uh and you know all of the things that go along with that because um there's some countries you can just go to and then there's other ones like Australia where they're like all right you've been back twice now you're not, just, you're, not th you're not thinking of moving here are you because like, uh, they take all that into account and uh Britain is um I think quite bad for it as well um I, I think that we're not that fond of uh people trying to move over to get married which is mad but um so yeah the um but I was, uh, there was a point where she rang me middle of the night. So I would, middle of the night for me, was like, I was on the way home from a gig. 
had on the speakerphone and she ran me the steak. She just had a nightmare about me. And I was <laughs> like, what? And she was just like, yeah. I'll... I was, a, I was having a dream you turned up in my office and uh, you like and in front of everyone you told everyone I loved you in my office and that freaked me out and then you knew I loved dogs because I love dogs but then you kept bringing like loads of weird dogs out like dogs that didn't have enough eyes or too many legs and you're just like look at this weird dog look at this weird dog do you love me do you love me and I was like okay like <laughs> clearly <laughs> so there is some subtext like I am not a great believer in dream therapy as like sometimes your dreams mean nothing like that is fine oh I saw a dinner lady and yeah but like that one uh you don't have to be the greatest therapist to, to be able to go something there yeah so uh yeah I think I just um I just freaked her out a little bit by being too into her um what are you going to do yeah oh so when yeah. uh yeah and then <laughs> I was gonna say so you, you can feel it fizzling out how what's what's next did you did was there a mutual conversation yeah it was well weirdly I realized this the other day uh is that there was never a uh like it was a there was never a this relationship is over like conversation there was never, a, which means that is now my longest, most successful relationship. Uh, there's been two years with absolutely nothing going wrong. <laughs> uh, after the act, like, oh yeah, so technically we're still like, which would be so funny if um, you um, like, like if you die and go to an afterlife, and they're <laughs> like, yeah, this is your longest, most successful relationship. You're uh, you're going into. <laughs> It never stopped this. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, just sort of like we basically agreed that like we were gonna take. Uh, she was like, I I don't want you to come out yet, and then it sort of just like we mutually gave each other enough space to um, do it, and then uh, I was writing a show for Edinburgh, and uh, obviously loads of what was going on went into that show because it there was loads of funny stuff and uh it had to be uh because australia's got weird laws over it uh which is that if you you can't write a show about somebody if they are if they don't give you their permission which is really interesting um i think unless they are like a public figure that's mm. uh you know you can do satirical stuff about politicians but you can't be like Here's my crazy picture ex-wife. Um, <laughs> write a show about that. If you've if you've got no uh if they've got no right to reply and be like, that didn't happen, that's not a thing. because um, I believe that was a yeah, there's an Australian woman who split up with her partner, her partner sued and was just like, No, you can't say this. That's um that didn't happen. You're saying this in a weird way. Um so I had to get back and be like, so here's where the, the so i'm talking about this 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 and this and she was like yeah that's all fine to your story i was like oh, okay, because yeah there's um there was a couple of people who mutually knew both of those and then came to edinburgh the next year and were like all right okay cool like and i was like yeah do, do like do tell me if i'm stepping across the line here like because it is it's 
my story and her story, it's mm. our story. Like, but like, she's had no artistic input because it's over. She would not want to make it. So, uh, and most of them are like, yeah, that's, I think you're all right. I think you're, you found the right levels. Like, yeah. And obviously you've got to be really clear in your intentions to not give anything away about them because mm. A, they're not consenting to that, and B, there's weirdos out there who are like, oh, is this? Like, if you give away enough thing, like, oh, is this this person who I can now see from their Twitter has mm. uh, got, uh, you know, like, yeah, like, I luckily I don't have um, enough of a fan base to have crazy fans. I've got <laughs> six fans, and they're fine. Like, most of them scare me, but they're not going to be like, I'm going to stalk out his girlfriend to find out who she was. Like, which, because um, apparently that was like a problem with uh, some of your bigger comedians. Um, like, where they're just like, I'm going out with a TV comedian. I never consented to this. I, and um, I remember Chris Rock having a bit that basically like, yeah, if you get together with a comedian, you're going to have to accept that when he talks about his girlfriend in mm. the, the uh, thing, it might not be you. It might be a really funny thing that happens, but you consolidate all of your girlfriend mm. stories into one imaginary girlfriend or that it might not have ever happened. It might just be some wordplay, but like you don't, or that you don't come out of it great. Like that's the price of admission, really. But it's a it's a difficult thing when you're like because no one goes into anything saying I hope that I will get something out of this like <laughs> I don't like presumably you know all of those great breakup songs like they were somebody wrote that about somebody, yeah and they. They weren't, uh, unless you're a Fleetwood Mac, obviously, because uh, everyone in <laughs> Fleetwood Mac was writing songs about everyone constantly. Else in constantly, just like, guys, we need to. We, oh, we're so close to getting this album. We've got ten tracks. I really want twelve. Can can you two fuck and just <laughs> and then you write a song about it. you get his ex wife. You, like you cheat on him. You, you get him to sing it. Great, great, cool. And that's how rumors was made. Um, yeah, that and a load of cocaine. Some really good cocaine and then just everyone screwing over everyone and then it's like oh, i've written a song about how how you specifically are a cheating piece of shit would you like to sing it um would you like to have the person you cheated on me with do harmonies on it yeah i would actually i think that's great you know, like, i i don't know enough about fleetwood mac to know all of the i know all of the sort of individual I really want there to be one member of Fleetwood Mac who never got involved in any of it. <laughs> just with the tambourine at the back yeah. going, oh, it's awkward. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Steve, have you got any songs? Yeah, I've got one. Um, I've written a song about a, a lovely pony. <laughs> and a and, uh, lovely pony that was going out with uh, with uh, Mick Fleetwood. No, no, it's just a lovely pony. Oh, okay. Stephen Hicks, do you want to get off of the pony to bed? Stop running my things, guys. <laughs> I have to do it on the solo project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Brill, so if you could go back and give yourself any advice from that breakup, because actually, I have to say, I feel like you handled it 
for, for the unique situation you found yourself in it sounds quite calm and measured and it's that kind of yeah. well this is well okay yeah fair enough so you sound quite healthy yeah, about I it know. I think it's like yeah I mean there's definitely been periods where I have uh handled breakups much less effectively um I mean honestly the writing the show about it was useful and cathartic which is not always been true the one that i did in 2015 which is called tired emotional and it was about um sleep and insomnia who was suffering really badly from it at that point but i was it was also uh, a bit of a breakup show about a girl that i was seeing at the time but i wasn't over the relationship and you're trying to do funny stuff from that and it was like whatever the opposite of cathartic is it was just like you're doing jokes about uh things a relationship that you still want to be in and you're doing it 22 times in a row because that's what the fringe is mm. and you're and i literally drove myself insane that year it was um it was like uh i ended up um uh i mean there were other factors going involved but i ended up getting uh going out of the country and uh, i did six months traveling in south america because it was like stand-up sucks and uh also uh comic books and gin suck because i uh, <laughs> was doing my multiple hobby thing and uh managed to accidentally poison a grand's worth of uh, gin stock oh uh by putting it through the wrong filters and was like oh cool Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then somebody drove into my car. In fact, it was on a way to a gig that um, it was that uh, weird little festival that you and your husband ran in. Oh, no. Uh, oh, Lane Fest. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Where, that? I, I, I do like, remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, I was, uh, still was like, uh, so, uh, just a little bit of car trouble. And because, like, that's the real lazy comedian. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take it. Like, guys, I've got a bit of car trouble. Um, what it means is I can't be bothered. But also, because it's really vague, mm-hmm. you can just be like, it just won't turn over. I'm waiting for the air, but they might be four hours. <laughs> that generally just means find someone else. Um, I've washed my hands of this. And then I sent a picture of it of like the front wing ripped entirely off because somebody had drew, driven through me. And they were like, it was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna come and get you. They were like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, but yeah, um, so I got the money for the insurance for that. I was just like, oh, everything sucks. Uh, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna leave the country. And so I did, I uh, went traveling around South America for six months, which was great. Um, mm. So that's a useful little tip for yeah. um if I could go back and tell previous me things is that you can um, you can remove yourself from a situation if you want to like mm. it will take some work and you can be you know oh no but I can't I can't do that I can't do that um, but also like uh, I think s- some people have a problem with being like part of a couple where Mm -hmm. that's their identity is like i'm part of this couple this is my thing i am thingy and paul of like i'm paul of thingy and paul like that's the yeah um and that's just not a healthy space to be in like you need to be your own person um as it like yeah because it is difficult like even like 
I know people with kids where they're like, yeah, I don't want to be uh, Blank's mum. I want to be me who happens to have. Literally couldn't think of any children's names there. <laughs> that was, uh, That's fine. I think Blank is a nice name for blank, a child. Blank, yeah, spell it with a C, little Blanc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I'm so, I'm obviously not, because I thought I was going to go clank. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, B-L-A-N-Q-U-E. Blanc. Yeah, just Blanc. sort of like, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, yeah, my, um, my sister's, because uh, I uh, spent a lot of time with my sister's kids over lockdown because they were, um, my sister and her husband are key workers, so I ended up moving, to, and I had zero work, I looked like, 15 grand's worth of work to pluck down my diary and went, that doesn't exist anymore. You're like, cool, I don't know what I'm going to do next. So I was a nanny at my sister's for six months. And uh, it was just really funny of just like, she was telling me, a uh, four-year-old was telling me about like kids at her nursery and they've got such weird names. Like, not even like weird as in like, oh, they're all like crazy. They're like what I consider to be Nan names like there's a kid at her uh, in her nursery called Margot, and I'm like, oh. I, I, but I don't think that's a baby's name. That's like Margot is Margot is a 60 year old woman who wants to talk to the manager. That's the oh, they are making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. There's loads like that. There's just um, yeah, my um, my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of my friends was saying that basically that's one of the conversations he has with his mum is he will talk about to his friends about um, their kids and they'll mention like an old lady name in it and then he'll take that back to his mum and she'll go there's one of those in my yoga class uh, or like because it's a very it's a, it's a Venn diagram <laughs> yeah yeah they're coming back which is it's weird because there's some that will just never come back like where we're like, yes, mm, Edmund, that can come back. Ebenezer, no, there's no, there's no kids <laughs> called Silas. Like there's just, we've left some behind, and that's probably fine. It's probably yeah, good. it's but, probably yeah. for the best. Because <laughs> yeah, because I do find it fascinating where they're like, oh, these names are fashionable or trendy or whatever. Because mm. yeah, it's like yeah, there's um, there's a. Uh, like that we might run out of Gary's uh, relatively soon because uh, there's no but and there was no like there wasn't a single baby called Clive born in the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course there wasn't. Like. But yeah, it might come back. Might do. Not not from me. I'm not. I'm not going to be part of the campaign to bring that back. Um, and I'm one <laughs> done anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. He's great. He's, he's good. He's good. Um, he's, he's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, the other sort of task that I have for you um, is I'm making a playlist and I sort of say I'm curating it because it makes me feel oh, fancy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so called You've Got This. And it's just supposed to be songs that might help or sort of make you think about that time. What song are you adding? Well, it's not about the, it's not specifically of that time, but I do, I find it incredibly motivational, despite the fact it is not for me. Um, like it's specifically in the lyrics that it's not for me. 
um, which is fine. It's great. Uh, let me just Google what it's uh, the because I I know it by uh, the lyrics. I just want to make sure it's the same thing. Okay, yeah, it is. Uh, so it's by Gabriella Chilme. Uh, you may remember from the one that did, was like sweet about me, nothing sweet about me. It's about ten years ago. Uh, but she did another song called uh, "On a Mission." Uh, and it's just really like it's a bit of electro pop and it's great and it's got the um the lyrics that just go i am a woman on a mission did it did it did it nothing can stop me i'm better than ever i gotta sit there stroke bah, bah, bah. and it's like really like motivating even though specifically it, i i'm not a woman on a mission uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to identify as such, and that's fine. Uh, it's not for me, but I'm like, yeah, take it, yeah, sisters, go, come on. Uh, but because it, it's got a load of electro pop stuff in it as well, it does just feel like, like it's one of those things that you just like. Oh, that should have been a like a floor filler at clubs. Um, there should have been a like, yeah, and um, yeah, some someday somebody will stick it in a a TV show or something and it'll get another second wind of something but I think it's a great song of just like yeah up up for it awesome it is added so we can now get into the bit for you because I've got my fill so I got what I wanted so now it's like yay it's, <laughs> so let's go over to Planet Paul what's going on with you right now in terms of project and work it's quite an exciting day we're speaking I'm guessing because it's um, 17th of May so live comedy yeah, might be live comedy can come back i've got my first uh gig next week uh which is uh, just new material to just try and remember how to do it and then um i'm currently rebuilding my website so i can be like guys come let me do things again uh which is paulsavagecomedy.com you can find uh, i'm trying to repopulate my youtube stuff with uh, clips and gigs that i've done hopefully Fingers crossed, uh, I'll have two full specials, including um, the one that has all of those stories about that uh, uh, relationship. Uh, spoiler alert, because um, mm -hmm. I leave it ambiguous at the end of that as to what happened. Uh, but spoiler alert, you know that it didn't end well. Um, <laughs> the, but there's loads of really fun bits in that. Um, and that's hopefully coming soon to YouTube and uh, same with my show, All the Jokes in the Bible. Uh, I'm just waiting for um, an editor to finish editing it uh, and have been waiting for that for nine months now. Uh, just constant mm. emails being like, hey mate, come on, can I have this? Can I have the thing that I paid money for? Be really nice. Just, um, well, as long as they're not like saying, oh, sorry, no, I'm out all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah. You're I'm like, like really? <laughs> really? Come on, mate. Um, so yeah, no, was, um, and then I've got uh, my comic book that I made uh, during lockdown two. I made a comic book, uh, did a Kickstarter for it. It's called, uh, but Doctor, I am a collection of comics by Paul Savage. And it's like 110 funny little stupid jokey joke panels. Uh, if you want to check them out uh, and see if you'd like it, it's on savagecomic.com and you can buy uh, prints and mugs from it as well. And um, also brilliantly, uh, we're going to be launching one because uh, there's basically one that was just like a little cross stitch sampler of uh, a prison saying it's not the big house, it's the big home. And my friend got in touch with his uh, with someone who was like into cross stitch 
and they, so my website designer Banksy Banks, who's a lovely boy, uh, got one made for me. It's absolutely huge as well. It's like the size of a vinyl LP. And uh, in fact, I'll show it to you then. Uh, and then <laughs> the listener, the listener can uh, can imagine it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you know, it's on my Twitter, so uh, somewhere. So. Ah, it's awesome. Is yeah, that going? Are you going right. So is that going to be a thing? Are we all going to be able to cross stitch one of those? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that, that's it. Yeah, we're going to put the pa the pattern up for it. Ooh. We're going to put the pattern up for it. Uh, basically, you can download it as a PDF and and make your own. Love it. But yeah, I'm a uh, really excited about that. Yeah, because uh, I just like doing. I don't like as much as I like making fun things. I like making stupid things more. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, why is this a thing that exists? And you just go because of me there is a massive cross stitch that exists <laughs> and that's that's really fun like yeah and like maybe it'll become one of those things you know like the two ducks on the wall the flying ducks on the wall oh, we'll all yeah. have one well, of those I in mean, our home what what i would really like really like is if there is one of my fans who has been unfortunate enough to go to prison oh. uh, i don't know if they're <laughs> i can't imagine like i can't imagine they're out needles to be honest um it seems like they wouldn't be but if anyone does want to uh <laughs> download one for your uh, incarcerated friends and they can put that in that would be very funny um that would just be right so, all right yeah, I'm... if you uh i can't imagine it's going to happen but yeah uh so yeah savagecomic.com and then uh the book is available uh through that and yeah hopefully gonna be, uh, i'm gonna i mean I was going to say, hopefully, I'm going to do it today because of this thing. I'm going to put up all of the prints and stuff on the Etsy page because uh, I've got mugs and postcards and stickers as well uh, that have been waiting for me to do that for months. So I'll just do that now because I've told you I'm going to do it. I'll use that as a little bit of accountability about myself. That is lovely. I could even use that as a as the promo for the episode so you can hear it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I said I'm going to do that so, thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. So uh, yes, I will have an Etsy store full of uh, stuff, uh, prints and posters and uh, mugs that you can get from um, savagecomic.com. That's how you find that. Wonderful. I shall put all of those links in the episode notes as well. And when I send this out into my social medias, um, we'll put the links in there as well so people know how to find you. Fantastic. Yes. That would um, be lovely. Oh, and I'm doing a couple of the cartoons um, as uh, the comics as cartoons um so that's right, cool. really fun i've started putting those on youtube and on tiktok as well even though i don't really understand it and it scares me oh i'm on tiktok um, yeah, i'm just kind of like creeping around yeah. on tiktok sort of saying things and then going well, off that, and hiding the, the, <laughs> that's that's the thing i'm like I, i'll just put animation up and i'm not going on the thing the page that sort of wants to send me pictures of girls dancing because yeah. it can't be good for me uh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 37 I don't need to need uh, I don't need this don't, don't, it's yeah, so I don't want to get in trouble just yeah. <laughs> it's so for the algorithm so because my FYP is genuinely it's dream analysis and therapy <gasps> oh, and nice. things like that and I talked to my other friend Andy and he's like and I get girls in their pants <laughs> just laid yeah. on the bed and I'm like well yeah, yeah. you know it knows you better than it than you know yourself it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah it, it's it's such a weird one uh yesterday actually I did a um uh, a music video with um uh Dominic Frisbee we're all in the background like because he was like basically I just did a load of people to pretend to be uh regulars in Weatherspoons and so we went to Weatherspoons that was shot uh and they like basically let him 
have it for the afternoon so he could do a song about Wetherspoon. So, uh, yeah, uh, but that was the, where they were like, oh, that's like, I was trying to do like three steps in the background because they were like, this daughter's a choreographer. I was like, oh, we'll teach you this little thing. You know, that was really hard. Like, I, <laughs> I will not mock the girls dancing in their pants. Like, because it is clearly a difficult thing to do. Mm. It's just, uh, it's just, <laughs> definitely not for you like it's not for you. <laughs> bad no. good good to know um so, so yeah. awesome anything else so your much, zone? no i'm uh, just making stuff and then if you want to book me for gigs please do i've got nothing in the, i've got stuff in the diary but like i mean i need to do it properly and uh, email everyone and i can't be bothered so if everyone wants to just email me instead do that uh find me book me book me for gigs i'm going i'll be around the country as soon as i am legally allowed to uh and then booked for obviously because obviously that would just be weird if i turned up uh, but yeah please yeah. <laughs> awesome. turn, turn up on the off chance yeah you know oh well i've known right so like i did used to run a a, a you know a crickety little gig and you did used to get me yeah. i'm just here can i go on yeah i'll go for it yeah, yeah, I think that doesn't work for the Apollo, though. I think that's yeah. just in the area. Are you saying? I was in the area, just wondering if you had a dropout. Uh, no, but you can go on, have a type. Yeah, just do 20. Um, Are you suggesting that my gig was not run to the highest standards of the Apollo? Because you would be right if you are uh, suggesting uh, that. <laughs> no, but I'm sure that it's weird when you just go... When I, cause when I used to start running gigs, like the people who have done my weird gigs who've then gone on to Apollo fame and um, there's somewhere you're like, I made you play in a former public toilets in Bilston and then now you're <laughs> on the telly. That's, um, yeah, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's amazing how there's like not that much of a gap between <laughs> but you'd think there'd be like seven stages in between that but sometimes there's only two or three which are sort of like yep gigging in former public toilets that still smell a bit like toilets uh to yep you're on the tally you're like okay cool great yeah it's nice <laughs> well yeah. brilliant well thank you so much for coming to chat to me today no worries it's been really fun thanks Simon. oh lovely okay so i formally welcome you into crazy x club and we say ta-ra thank you thank you so much <laughs> bye bye Hey guys, did you enjoy that? Again, did you spot Did you spot the Wi-Fi gremlins chewing on the wires? Um, yeah, so again, apologies for that, guys. As I said, I'm learning all the time when I'm making these, so hopefully I'll get a bit better at the technical things. And These things just happen sometimes. Um, and yeah, the Wi-Fi gremlins weren't our friends today. Uh, so, but still, absolutely adored the conversation so many laughs and giggles along the way and uh, so yeah hope you guys enjoyed it too um as always um the details that paul shares with us so everything about his website um and um where you can sort of get um things from his etsy store and, the, and also um like his website in case you like want to sort of approach him do you run a gig approach him he's very good um he's been doing comedy a long long time so uh book him um, <laughs> and mention the mention the podcast when you do because that would be amazing for me and also everybody go out and buy that 
um, that stitch um, PDF so we can all make them and put them on our walls and display them and it'll just be a wondrous thing so get the cross stitch PDF um, and send your photos in of it to me um, if anyone's listening from prison he did make a request that he would like someone to have it up in, in their cell as well so if anyone if we've got any um, um, prisoner fans <laughs> like um that want to sort of be involved go for it um, and let us know um yeah so that's about it really same places that you can find me as always just search the crazy x club into facebook the page will come up the page is the public place that's where the new episodes go there's sometimes little shares about the guests as well to give them that kind of public forum um, and an additional opportunity to share anything that they've got going on and you know by now i've got a facebook group it's lovely and private um and we just kind of um, support each other through various parts of breakup um relationship breakup divorces separations you name it there's we're going through part of it <laughs> in that group so just sharing experiences um so if you would feel like some support like that would be beneficial to you come and see us We'd love, we'd love to have you in there um, and put our arms around you in a virtual sense. <laughs> so there you go. But Crazy X's, you have an amazing week and we'll speak really soon. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs>